Nathan Hamilton is down 20% of stock but refuses to sell. We'll find out why he's a masochist on this tech edition of Industry Focus. Howdy, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is the tech edition of Industry Focus. I'm Sean O'Reilly with the one and only Nathan Hamilton, and today we'll be grilling him on why he refuses to sell T-Mobile. I am a masochist, I guess. Uh, why, yeah. why, why do you like the pain? What, what's going on here? Just buy Verizon. Just buy Verizon. They're the winner. <laughs> I don't know if I like the pain, but definitely yeah, we'll, we'll get into kind of some thoughts on uh, you know concerns for the future for T-Mobile, why I'm down, why I'm losing money, poor me, and... Uh, you know, some of the positives for the company. Awesome. Okay, so you're going to try to save, save yourself here and uh, yep. uh, convince us all why you have been right while Wall Street, Wall Street says you're wrong. Yep. Uh, first and foremost, give us a little bit of background. When did you buy? Why did you buy? So I bought in mid-2014. <laughs> no, no, certainly don't regret it. Um, down about 20% since that time frame. Um, I think one thing that's important to look at is, um, you know, kind of foolish investing and so forth. We don't look at it as, hey, there's a buyout rumor I'm going to buy. Hopefully, I go from the 30 bucks to 40 bucks, which was one of the offering prices. Make money, go shopping yeah. with the wife. So it, it wasn't so much. Um, it wasn't actually any of that sort of rationale initially investing in it. You just have to look at what's happening with the company as a whole. What are they doing? How are they changing the industry and so forth? And when you look at it, the management team, John Ledger, you know, some, you know, many people follow him. Um, they see what's happening with the company and pretty much taken. An industry which most people hate, kind of like cable, and not as much as cable. Yeah, who Almost. knows? <laughs> yeah, telecoms and cable. You know, people, wait a while. <laughs> yeah, people are passionate about it, but um, taking a model that most people dislike, pricing, fees, overages, gouging, all this, um, and T-Mobile in mid 2013 started to move and say, hey, we want to bring the most valuable telecom service to users and subscribers, and you kind of see that trajectory moving along, and as we've gone since 2013 and so forth, we've seen a consistent trend of adding subscriber growth, which, um, you know, beyond just adding subscribers, the company is improving their network, improving customer service. It's just the whole, the value proposition as a whole. So for our listeners that, um, and we've talked about this before, we, we talked have. about the four major carriers, the spectrum, and all this stuff. Yep. Um, just a real quick overview, how they've been adding all these subscribers with their Uncarrier 8 plan? So Uncarry 8 happened, I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday uh, of last week, but um, what they announced specifically for Uncarry 8 is what they call data stash. And it's really just overages for your data. Any unused data will roll over to That's to my data. Existing I want to keep it. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, companies have done that before with the minutes, like rollover right. minutes. AT&T yeah. does that. Um, but nobody does it with data. And if you look at it, how we're using our mobile devices, it's really moving more toward data than it is actual voice right. usage. So um, as T-Mobile would say, this is a pain point with users. Okay. And that's what the Uncarry Initiative is all about. So, so over the last year, have they just been trying to attack the pain points? Because obviously they've yep. been the Uncarry, so they haven't been, haven't been making you do contracts. Yep. They've competed on price. So are they just going after all these pain points, and that's... Pretty much. I've been snagging people so yeah, far. Yeah, it's the value proposition. You know, the company may refer to it as pain points. I'll, I'll call it value proposition. Um, really, what it comes down to is company got rid of two-year contracts, international roaming fees, um, free music streaming. Um, if we look at it, Wi-Fi calling as well. So, you know, while it, there's an inter interesting juxtaposition because if you listen to John Leisure, he'll say, "Hey, it's not a price war. We're not moving on price." 
but if you actually kind of look at it, it, it kind of I've is I've looked. Moving. They kind of are. <laughs> yeah, if you look at it, it, they are certainly moving on price. But say offering data rollover um, or free Wi-Fi calling or international roaming, these are all charges of some sort. So backing those out in a roundabout way, you are moving on, on price a little bit. So, And if, if you look at the value proposition, you, you've got you know, customers look for pricing, customer service and network quality. Yeah. So it, it definitely is part of what T-Mobile is doing, but and that's been the big question in my mind as we've talked about these carriers, like sure. in your mind, not just as a shareholder but as a consumer. Yep. Is T-Mobile's network as good as the Verizon's and the AT&T's? Cuz they can have a cheap yeah. price all they want, but if I'm going to lose signal in a major metro area, that's not going to fly in 2014 America. So T-Mobile's strategy is essentially Look to, America, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is to look where they can move the needle the quickest because T-Mobile's network before 2014 was, you know, to be honest, was crap. Yeah. And, and the ratings spoke for it, dropped calls, everything, slow data speeds. So you have to look at it. How can T-Mobile move in a very short period of time? They've got to go to urban, series, urban cities where the population is. Um, so they have vastly improved their, their network. And they've rocketed up yep. in the consumer reviews. Yeah. So that's proof in the pudding. But if you look on the fringes, you know, where T-Mobile kind of gets some knocks is, um, you know, kind of the rural areas or outside of major metropolitan areas, the network quality isn't on par. And if you look at it across, um, you know, nationwide, Verizon's the top network. AT&T is just behind. T-Mobile just jumped ahead of Sprint mm -hmm. this year, so definitely, <clears throat> definitely making moves. But uh, you know, it's definitely not the top network. Just on a scale like zero, one, one hundred. Let's just pretend Verizon's like a hundred on the network quality scale. Sure. Where's AT&T? Where's T-Mobile? Where's Sprint? You know, I don't know the exact numbers, but um, Root Metrics puts out a survey biannually. And they rate it um, based upon data usage, speed, reliability. And that's why I mentioned with the, um, the top four ratings, you've yeah. got Verizon, AT&T. Verizon has a pretty clear lead when you look at okay. all the factors for network quality. But is it vast difference? Like is you know, Verizon 100, AT&T's 95, and T-Mobile's a 90, which actually wouldn't yeah. affect most people's lives at all between the three of them? You know, it's a good question. I know T-Mobile wants to get there eventually. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know the specifics of, of kind of where they sit, you know, giving a, a rating. Okay, so uh, how many people have they been convincing? What have, been, what have the subscriber numbers been? Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, very good, I, I guess I should say. So if you look at it, um, you know, postpaid versus prepaid subscribers. Postpaids are going to be like you or I, I'm sure you have a two-year contract. You're locked into it. Unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> and uh, prepaid subscribers are just kind of the monthly you, you buy minutes. Um, the most desirable ones are going to be your postpaids because they pay higher prices, they don't churn at a very high rate, meaning they stay with the company for a long time. Um, some have argued T-Mobile <coughs> maybe is with removing, with removing their two-year contracts is grabbing some of the prepaids and turning them into postpaids potentially. Okay. Um, now, that, that definitely is, is a concern to look at. <coughs> Sorry, more, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> But no, it, it's definitely a concern to look at. Um, so they've been snagging the the prepaid people that have been going to Walmart to get their cell phones and like what? You know, they real for yeah, us. Yeah, you know, they've been grabbing valuable subscribers, no doubt about it. Some postpaids from you know when you move on price, when you move on the value proposition, you're going to gain some uh, some subscribers from Verizon and AT and T, and Verizon and AT and T have actually come out recently and said, okay, we're seeing competitive pressures. Okay. So T-Mobile is grabbing some of those value 
valuable subscribers, but they're also grabbing some of the lower end uh, subscribers as well. So yeah. you, know, you look at it, how does that affect the company and, and the financials? Potentially a higher churn rate because uh, the customers may switch. Um, they're not paying as much per user. You know, obviously um, that's going to affect your, your cash flow. Right. Okay. So as a shareholder, you're down 20%, but you refuse to sell. You're just clutching to these shares. Um, what are some legitimate concerns that you might have as a potential shareholder, say maybe, well, I don't know, me, I want to go buy some shares sure. in T-Mobile because you've convinced me and all this stuff that, you know, they're, they're competing effectively and they're going to yeah. start grabbing more and more subscribers. So you've got you've to separate how the business is doing versus how the stock is doing. Uh, the stock is fairly highly valued. You know, there, there are some expectations built into, yeah. into the share price. Um, but as you look over the next year or so, I, I think there are concerns and, you know, maybe the share price doesn't do a whole lot, but I'm looking a longer term than 2015 for my investment. As so, you should as a foolish investor. Exactly. We want long term. But here's, here's how we have to look at it. Sprint recently took on their CEO, Marcelo Claret. He came in, moved aggressively on price very quickly. Very aggressively. And this was only partway through the most recent quarter. So we don't have a full indication of how Sprint subscriber numbers are going to trend in coming quarters or in 2015. That is a key point that I think is important to watch. And if you look at it, ultimately I don't think it's going to be a huge dent in T-Mobile's business. But when you move on price, you know, you're going to attract some subscribers. You can't right. ignore that. Um, so it definitely is something to watch. And is the, it possible? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, is it possible that um, the Consumers that aren't obsessed with network quality, because arguably those people would be on Verizon and AT&T, sure. is it possible that Sprint in its price war is going to hurt T-Mobile more than they will Verizon? That, that could be the case. Okay. You know, because you look at it as well. Um, it if could you're not be. super concerned about network quality, you'll probably be on yeah, but, a cheaper price plan or something. You know, I think... When, when you look at it just holistically, a, a user or a consumer, when they pick a, a company, part of why they say is they're locked into a contract, that's, that's changing a little bit with the industry. Another part of it is you have to take into account what are the perceptions of network quality and customer service. That really is a driving factor. Sprint isn't you know, trending too well right now in those areas. Um, they have the backing of SoftBank and a lot of capital to go after it. Which, Tens of billions. Exactly. <laughs> which it, it, it is a very legitimate concern for, for T Mobile. And I imagine if you see T Mobile, or sorry, if you see Sprint starting to pick up subscribers and network quality and customer service starts to improve, T Mobile stock w would take a dent. Okay. You know, it would be hit. Got it. Okay. So, very good. Yep. Any other major concerns? You know, I think those are the main things what to watch for subscriber growth, uh, network quality, all those ratings. Um, I think. One thing also that's important, I touched upon Verizon and AT&T mentioned competitive pressures. Verizon has been adamant saying, hey, we are never going to move on price. We're going for quality. Exactly. Okay. We want the premium guys. We want those subscribers paying for our network, paying for our service, all of this. Um, but How many are there of those people out there, though? There's a lot. I mean, that's yeah. the reason why uh, Sprint, or sorry, Verizon and AT&T have hundreds of millions plus subscribers, whereas T-Mobile has in the mid-50s, Sprint is the same. Got it. So, so you're looking at it. Verizon says they're not going to move on price, but recently commented that they're seeing pressures. They might have to eat their own words. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that really could be a, a pretty significant threat to T-Mobile to in the future, because if you've got the 
most premium, most valuable provider out there, which many perceive is Verizon, and they start to come down in price, you know, it, it could affect T-Mobile. Makes sense. Yep. Okay. Very good. Well, uh, uh, but I'm not selling. He's I'm not selling. He, he's got to stop. Right now, sticking with it. <laughs> I yeah. am. I Very am. Very good. Yeah, you know, you look at the long-term prospects, and with uh, Leisure at the helm, um, you know, pretty confident in, in the turnaround that they're executing. Um, I've, I don't know if I've said it on our show before, but I look at it this way. There's either going to be a Harvard business case written about this amazing turnaround, or it's going to be a business case and failed strategy. Awesome. My bet is on, is on the, uh, the turnaround, you know, marketing turnaround and so forth and corporate strategy. Um, I, I think they're, they're trending positively. Very nice. Cool. Sure. Well, thanks for your thoughts. That is it for us fools. Thanks for listening and full on.